And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Yes, hello and welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rhymes. Brandon Rhymes is out today. You've got your backup quarterback, James DeJerome, in the chair. Uh, let's, let's let's concentrate on maybe uh, Fitzmagic, some kind of backup, but not Don Strzok. Uh, my girl always gives me the worst backup possible. So we're going to concentrate on have, coming off the bench and having a good game today. We've got some great guests. As you know, the show is all about you. It's about being a consumer advocate here. We want to provide some information and some knowledge. And that way, you'll be more informed when you make your purchasing decisions out there in the marketplace. Brandon has committed this concept to radio. For, he's done it for six years now. I'm the producer of the show. I work with Brandon for a couple of years now. I want to thank him for doing the show and for giving me the opportunity to come on here and sit in his chair when he's not here. And as usual, the show, as I said, is it works because we collect partners. The show is a, is a team, and we get together here to provide some information for you. To that end, I've assembled some partners in studio. We've got our one of our longtime contributors, Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage is here. Hi, Diane. How hey, you James. Today? Thank you for having me today. Now, Diane, usually you're dealing with Brandon. He knows all this that's interest right. rates and uh-huh. markets and all that stuff, so we're going to have to go back to square one with me a little okay, bit. Okay, so that's good. I can do that. To, don't be afraid <laughs> to explain everything to me. Okay. Heather Locke, fit to a T. Heather is uh, coming to us, nutritionist, exercise, science, all kinds of things. What's going on over there, Heather? Got a lot of great things going on down in sunny Dunedin. So. That's where you're. That's where you're located. Yeah, right downtown. So it's all a buzz right now. So nutrition, exercise, workouts, the whole thing. Yeah, I also do a lot of workshops too to educate the community. Great, and now you've got events coming up, so we're going to touch on some of that as well. Uh, we've got Clyde Smith from the Billmar Beach Resort on the phone. Clyde, you there? Hey James, I'm here. How are you today? Great. I wanted to check in with you because it's spring break, and I know you know all the kids come down, but. Your hotel is, is one of those ones I love. It has the charm of a, a non-chain kind of a... You know, I, we talked about that a little bit in the past. You guys have kind of unique feel down there. Absolutely. It's great to be an independent hotel. We can you know do things as, as our guests need them, not so much what comes from a, uh, an office somewhere right. up in D.C. or elsewhere. Uh, so it's great. We run uh, you know both restaurants, Sloppy Joe's on the Beach, and, of course, the Beach Cafe, both of which just got new menus, so that's going over really well. Now, it's this, a good spring break crowd. I'm looking yeah, at the pool season, right now, actually. I know you guys are busy all all year round, but this is kind of peaking, huh? Uh, it definitely is peak season. Actually, February was terrific for the beaches this year. So we started a little early. Normally it starts after Valentine's Day, but all of February was terrific. Uh, we've seen a lot of our Canadian friends make it back after a couple of years taking it easy. So that's been fun. And uh, we're we're definitely extremely busy. Now, now the spring break thing—it goes for a while. I remember as a kid, of course, it, it, March through April, something like that. When do you, it goes for quite a while? Yeah, generally it goes to about a week after Easter. So wherever Easter goes, so does spring break. Um, so you, we've got a few colleges that are out now. The middle of the month is when the colleges really peak out. Okay. Um, although we still have rooms to sell, we've got, um, you know, uh, some some people are you know adjusting their travel schedule a little bit depending where they're traveling from, mm-hmm. but. Even though we're going to be running 90% occupancy for the month, there's there's still some great values out there. So uh, I know we talked a little bit on the show about the impact this coronavirus has on the marketplace in terms of real estate and all the things Brandon talks about, interest rates. How about uh, in terms of travel plans? I know some people are altering a little bit of their travel. Yeah, we don't. This time of year, we don't have as many international travel, and, and that's a good thing, all things considered. 
Um, a lot of the most of our travel comes domestically, and it comes from a lot of the East Coast all the way over to Illinois. And so far, we have not seen uh, much interruption. You know, people are concerned. They're asking what we're doing. We've taken a lot of additional steps, you know, through the front desk, everywhere from sanitizing the keys that get handed in to some just a few extra steps being done in restaurants mm-hmm. and in the guest rooms. But so far, we feel very confident that the people are still going to travel. In fact, there's been some additional calls from our drive-in market, you know, our friends from right. Orlando and, you know, places that maybe they were planning to take a cruise over somewhere and said, let's cancel that for now or at least postpone it and stay domestically. So we, we think it's going to end up being a great season for all. Yeah, the weather's been really good. I know it's warming up a little bit for you. So uh, those folks coming down are going to get those bright red suntans that I love to see when they come down from uh, up, the, up north. Absolutely. We feel bad when they get a little too pink, but <laughs> overall they're doing pretty good. good. I like They've the, the shade out there if they need it. The boiled lobster, uh, <laughs> I see that all the time when I would go to the beach. Those, so it's two, it takes two days, and then they realize <laughs> way too much, too much. Yeah, um, Walgreens does pretty well this time of year with their uh, sun care product. <laughs> Tell me what else is going on down there. You guys always have events and restaurants and stuff to, for people to do, but uh, this season I'm sure it's busy as usual. It is, but even despite how busy it is, we did roll out a brand-new menu in Sloppy Joe's, and that's been going over really well. Probably the biggest change we've had in the 14 years I've been here, mm-hmm. and it just rolled out some, some better options for the customers. We actually added a filet. We added a lobster, kind of stepping it up a notch. We have five-tier wines now versus just okay. jug of wine we had 10 years ago. Uh, so, you know, the customer's getting a little more sophisticated, so we're trying to follow them. And then the Beach Cafe has some great new uh, breakfast items out there. We added a uh, bistro platter, eggs benedict, and my favorite, the shrimp and grits. So it's, everyone's yeah. been enjoying those. I'm telling you, you got so many food options down there. And, of course, I can't stop. I always think about seafood every time I'm down near the beach area. So oh, you guys do a great sure job. We make keep the best fresh-caught grouper. Um, oh, yeah. so our grouper sandwich, you know, there's a lot of competition for that in this area, and I think we step up where we need to, and that's really good. And, of course, we always have the uh, – the lobster cheeseburger, which is a special oh, thing. It's a, a, a full-size cheeseburger, and then it's topped with uh, lobster meat. And on top of that, we put our lobster bisque. So oh, just I'm don't tell your doctor. down for that, Clyde. <laughs> don't tell your doctor. Hey, uh, Clyde, I was going to ask you, you know, you've been in the business for a while in the hotel uh, and, and uh, hospitality. And, and, of course, spring break, I have all these memories as a kid of spring break and how much I love it. I wish the whole business world embraced spring break as a concept. What are some of the places, what do you remember? Uh, I mean, hotels, anything stick out to you as a kid or travel or any places you went for spring break? Well, for me, it was interesting. We used to always do our Easter egg hunt in the, in the desert out in uh, Death Valley, really? which is the easiest Easter. You can see it for like a half mile away. <laughs> so uh, we, we traveled out from California a lot when I was growing up, and then we moved to Orlando, and spring break was mainly uh, done all around Cocoa Beach at the time, right. and you know, which is one of the reasons I moved to this area because it reminded me so much of growing up over there in the smaller beach communities. Yeah. And then, um, and then Disney's always been a big spring break for me, and we get a lot of customers that do that. I always recommend they do the beach after Disney so you can unwind a little bit after the lines. That's a and good idea. We get people that do that. and um, Again, the cruise market's so big out of Tampa mm-hmm. Bay, um, and a lot of people, even though they're out you know, on the boat sitting there, they want to you know, do their domestic thing, and they come over here after their cruise. So we've partnered up with some of the cruise lines, and have a stay-and-play package that uh, is real fun, so you yeah. can get a little I, taste of both both worlds. I'm always impressed with how uh, quickly the, the hotels and everyone adapts. When I was a kid, it, it seemed like Fort Lauderdale was a destination. And over the years, I've, it changed to Daytona, and you saw kids going to Cancun and Key West, and they become regional. It's nice that you guys are just locked into a place where it's consistent, you know, and everyone knows what to expect when they come down to the Belmar. 
Yeah, we are. And we do a lot more families and couples than we do, you know, right. the, the college kids. I mean, we kind of price it that way accordingly. We, you know, in the summer we get, you know, maybe a few more younger younger people. But it, it's a nice balance. And what I love to see is as they all get together, you see out in the pool area, you'll have some families with the young children, but then you'll have, you know, grandma and grandpa sitting there and just as happy to see them. Uh, right. So it's, it's really a nice balance. And we, we do our entertainment to balance out with that, too. Last night we had a full house for Dixieland Jazz. And that's terrific. That's a group that a group of Dixieland players have been playing here since 1967. And then uh, tonight they're going to do Bandingo, which is a fun, you know, game. And now Sloppy Joe's has entertainment seven days a week. We rolled that out this year, and it's been fantastic. So no matter what day you come out, you're guaranteed to hear someone strumming a guitar. And often we have duos and trios that are playing on the weekend. Now, people so love live fun. music, man. That is a big draw. You can't beat that. Then you go out on the beach. Of course, we have such a large beach here on Treasure Island that. You don't feel all compacted like you do. Even in right. the old days of the Daytona spring break, you'd have 50 people within 10 feet of you. Yeah, Treasure was... Island Beach is so nice. As you know, Brandon and I joke about it. We call it a two-beer beach. That's right. Because it takes about a beer and a half to get down to the water's edge. But once you're there, it's just so peaceful. And, of course, all of our guests get an hour of kayak and paddleboard a day. So even the weather's a little chilly down in the water, but they're still out there doing it. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing you notice about the folks from up north. They don't care. You know, I will not, I'm not going to the water when it's 60 degrees. They love 60 degrees. That's it. That's it. It's warm to them. It's better than the lakes and what they're used to up there. <laughs> well, Clyde, it, I've got uh, Diane Vance and Heather Locke in the studio with me, and I'm going to put them on the spot, too, and ask them a spring break memory or someplace they've went or something they did, spring break kids, whatever it is. Tell me a spring break story, Diane. Well, I grew up in Ohio. Okay. And I was one of those people that I would wear shorts when it was 50 degrees. <laughs> and uh, I remember spring break in Daytona Beach. Yeah. And my girlfriends and I came down here. And we li- we actually stayed in a dive hotel. And literally there were so many cockroaches that we slept with the lights on oh. and wore our sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I remember, I remember about Daytona. spring break. <laughs> I was like, you can drive your car on the beach. I was yeah. like, boy, too many cars on the beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Had there anything stick out or anything you remember about? spring break as a kid no just growing up i didn't really come down south when i was growing up from in wisconsin Mm -hmm. but we had lake you know lake michigan and then i'd go to lake uh in michigan to lake superior which that i think in the middle of summer is 60 degrees so you jump off black rock park in the rocks and it's 60 degrees i saw a crazy (laughs) thing about surfers on the great lakes they, oh yeah, they surf on the it's great. Huge. I had no idea. Wow. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, we used and to it's do that. and it's yeah, it's a, it's windy. I yeah, mean, my my son lives in Chicago and Lake Michigan, and it's blue as can be, and it's, it's windy. Brutal. Well, they need to come down here to the Billmore Beach Resort, right, Clyde? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you won't need to uh, sleep with the lights on. That <laughs> 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 was many many years ago. <laughs> yeah. All right, Clyde. Thanks so much for coming for coming on the show all the time, like you do, and giving us some uh, places to remind us to go right here in our backyard we've got such beautiful places to go and sometimes you forget about it uh and you you do a great job of attracting locals as well uh we love our locals they they keep us going and keep the staff employed year-round and that's one thing that we're real proud of here we don't hire for season we uh, every every month is a season we just change Mm -hmm. up exactly who's enjoying it but we certainly welcome our locals and we also year-round give the locals a discount so just call up and Tell us where you're from, and we'll find the perfect thing for you. Thanks again, Clyde. And once, once before you go, just hit me with that booking information. I hear you and Brandon talking about the best way to book. Absolutely. Best way to book is directly with us. So BillMarBeachResort.com, or you can call. We have our reservation staff right here. We don't send you off to some other state or some other country to book your reservation. And uh, it's definitely the best value um, to book directly. We, we, you know, going to a third party, I know what the ads say, but if you, if you check it and 
you know, really look thoroughly into it. Mm-hmm. Not only will you get the best value by booking directly, but you also get someone that really cares what your experience is going to be about. So call us directly, BillmarBeachResort.com. Sounds good. That's Clyde Smith, GM, Billmar Beach Resort. Check him out. You want to go down there and look at the hotel. It's really fancy and beautiful. Thanks so much, Clyde. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a great spring. All right, we're coming into a break. we got a feel-good story like Brandon always does. i got Diane and Heather here. Lots of information for you. Come on back. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, national syndicated radio and TV show. We are looking for local area business expert contributors for our show. If you'd like to be considered, reach out at ConsumerQB.com, submit a form at ConsumerQB.com, or call 813-670-7372. We're interviewing for expert contributors for our program, 813-670-7372. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, you're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Brandon is out today. My name is James DeJerome. I'm the executive producer of the Consumer Quarterback Show. The show, as always, is committed to providing some information and some knowledge for you folks out there to empower you when you're making your purchases in the marketplace. We've got Diane Vance here. Now, Diane's from Fairway Independent Mortgage, does a great job with Brandon, and you've heard them discussing all the intricacies of real estate. You might not hear that today because I'm a little more simple in terms of that field. So, Diane, have mercy on me. Tell me something that's going on besides the interest rate story that we're going to get into. Yeah, well, what's going on is uh, the Feds actually had an emergency meeting, and um, it actually uh, it, it caused a uh, half a point decrease into the prime rate or the the overnight the rate. And just hold and, on one second, so I understand. That's them and trying to encourage encourages business. businesses. Yeah, so it, it affects your equity lines. It affects business right. loans. Um, the what mortgage interest rates are that plays into it. So our interest rates or everybody's interest rates change daily. Mm-hmm. So every day. It depends on what's what the thirty-year mortgage-backed securities are selling for, and um, when you see the stock market dropping, typically that's good for interest rates. Okay. Um, and uh, the ten-year uh, bond also affects the interest rates. But the global economy, like tomorrow, um, the um, unemployment figures will come out. So okay. that may actually affect interest rates again. 
I'm actually advising my, well, not advising, letting my customers know that maybe they, if they have a home, they may want to float their interest rate for a while. Because once you lock your interest rate, we actually commit to that. Okay. So we commit to the secondary market that we're going to give them this interest rate, okay? And um, if the interest rates start falling, you can typically renegotiate, right. but it's not as good as if you wait to lock. So I'm letting my people know that, um, any of my customers know that maybe that's what they want to do. Now, if they're satisfied, because every eighth of an interest rate, depending on your loan amount, is a very small amount. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people get all wrapped up in the difference in, you know, three and a half to three and three eighths. And those are the kind of changes we see? Right. It's not huge swings one way or the other. It's typically going to be a very small Movement. It's not something that is making things move so drastically where you're going to see an interest rate drop a half percent in a few days okay. um, or go up a half percent in the interest rate. It just it, it that's not the type of market we have. It's a very global economy. Right. So which all yeah, as you know, economics go, you see all over the world, anything can ch make ch interest rates move. Mm -hmm. And um, right now it's I mean, it's the interest rates are <laughs> I think the best they've been for several years. And uh, if you're thinking about refinancing, you probably want to do that. If you're thinking about purchasing, definitely do that. Refinances are a little higher than purchases, and there's a reason for that. Um, I belong to Mortgage Network. I was telling you this, and yeah. uh, I, I see online that, you know, that uh, they try to slow down re interest rates or refinances a little bit so they can keep the purchases moving. Um, you know, we, we all close purchases very quickly. Um, and uh, But if you've not looked at your interest rate recently, take, now's the time. Now's the time to do it because there is – it's definitely uh, – and it depends on how long you're going to look at it. I, I think of myself as a mortgage advisor, mm -hmm. and I like to see how long people are planning to stay in their house. I mean, I love to do new loans and things like that, but if it doesn't make economic sense for you as a buyer or a, a borrower it, it, on a refinance, I'm not going to do it. Give me an option. Or it's, example, uh, Diana, what is the distance of time or amount of time that you would say that's something that needs to be considered? Well, what you do is, is closing costs in Florida are set pretty much okay so you have closing costs and closing costs in florida are a little more expensive than they are in michigan or someplace like that okay. uh or you know so I, in north carolina somebody said they were like twenty five hundred dollars our closing the closing costs in florida or upper range of probably fifty five hundred dollars so you're going to take what you're saving every month the principal and interest the difference and you're going to divide that out into whatever those closing costs are and then you're going to see wh how long am i going how long is it going to take me to recoup me spending the adding that to my mortgage because you can finance it into your mortgage right. how long is that going to take me to recoup that let's say i'm saving fifty dollars a month if i'm planning on staying in the house for four years and it takes me two years to recoup that whatever the closing costs total are because it base it's based on loan amounts then then it makes sense i see but if it's but if it only takes me if i'm a, if i'm thinking about i had a customer the other day they're like yeah interest rates have really dropped and i would save a lot of money but i'm not sure if i want to stay or move don't refinance. Doesn't make sense because if you're going to sell within a year and there's no value, no for value because you. you're actually yeah you might save for the year but you've already you've you've spent the extra money for the closing costs that nobody has control over. I got you. The other thing I often think of is the changes we see from the Fed or we see national. Uh, they affect all markets locally the same or are we different no, California they do. Texas well well let me rephrase that as far as mortgage interest rates each state is a little different so Florida happens to be a state that a little riskier mm -hmm. it depends on the and I think California probably is too but we have some it's called risk-based adjustments that are added from 
so secondary market, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Right. They're the ones that buy everybody's mortgages eventually, it seems to be. Okay. Um, they kind of, uh, the paper, I, I should say. Right. And they kind of set things. So um, the the interest rates are, are definitely um, a little higher in Florida than they may be in some states, but not... It's not crazy. Right. It's not. It's not going to be a quarter percent difference or something like that. It's a very small amount, but it is a risk-based pricing. And now, historically, like you said, we're in a we're in a unique uh, space right now because mm-hmm. historically, it's not seen rates like this. That's correct. It's it's um, it. This actually sort of happened when the coronavirus happened mm-hmm. because, you know, it's slowing down businesses. So. It, they try to look at what type of growth is they're going to have. What the, the reason the Feds meet and the reason the Fed actually lowered interest rates was probably because he was getting some pressure. Right. But, uh, but uh, the reason they do that is because they want to curb inflation. They don't want the inflation to go rampant. And so that's why they do things like they do. Plus, they look at globally. So they're looking at the rest of the world. As you know, some of the, some of the markets have negative, mm. uh, you know, interest rates so you have to pay them to put your money in the bank um so i'm not sure i really can grab that one right over my head yeah yeah. so if you have a negative let's say let's say a bank let's say they they have a negative you know 0.50 or something like that and um uh, you know or something they're making an effort to encourage business well they're yeah but but the bank is not making money (laughs) so they're going to charge you to actually put your money in there Hmm. so they make it up other ways maybe not in interest rate wise but they will make it up in fees or something this whole idea of forecasting future economic conditions and trying to put buyers in the best position or the mark keep the market in the best position uh is fraught with danger, I would imagine. There, there's some things that impact them they couldn't see, for instance, the coronavirus. Yeah, they, they had no idea. I mean, nobody did. So um, if the market – now, and nobody knows if they wouldn't have lowered rates, we have no idea what would have happened either. It right. could have corrected itself. You don't know. Um, and that's the thing about economics. Nobody can foretell the future. Mm-hmm. You just have to go with what today's facts are. And that's why the interest rates change every single day. Sometimes we get two and three changes in a day. So what you may have gotten this morning may not be – be what you have in the afternoon as far as interest rates go. So as information becomes available about the seriousness or lack of seriousness regarding this virus and people try to calculate how it impacts labor, how it's going to okay. impact supplies, all those kind of things. It's a guess. I see. Yeah. Nobody knows. I mean, you uh, you know, I would hope that as, you know, with us that, you know, we, we seem to be handling it very well as a country mm-hmm. and it seems like we've done a lot of things to actually, you know, not have the problems that some of the other countries sure. have had. But Again, we're still talking yeah. about a world economy. We're right. not so even no matter what we do, the whole world itself, Absolutely. you know, the, we're subject the, to the all globe the is yeah, it's a global economy, and and you know we have you know people have businesses overseas, you have factories, you have, you know, I talked to a customer today, and he travels in twenty six different countries, and he happens to you know uh, be a part of an oil company, and and it's affecting him sure. tremendously because of just because of. The fear, not so much that it's happening, but they want to keep their employees safe. So it's definitely making a, a big difference. So I think you can see from listening to this conversation that it's best to find a trusted advisor in the mortgage space. Uh, Diane Vance of Fairway Independent Mortgage, you're a broker, right, Diane? Well, I'm a mortgage banker. Okay. I have the, my broker's license. I okay. can broker, but uh, Fairway is actually it's called a, it's a, actually a correspondent mortgage banker is what we are. So the only thing we are different from the banks is that we are. 
we are actually we don't take deposits. We okay. pretty much kind of work in the same space they do, and um, and we actually uh, close our name, process in our own name, and everything. If I I can broker loans if right. I wouldn't have a product, but we have over all, all you 4, need four thousand yeah right. <laughs> four thousand different products we're coming into a break here we got diane vance fairway independent mortgage coming up heather lock fit to a t i got plenty of questions for heather uh diane thanks so much for sharing that information i hope you folks out there understood what my position is i'm trying to learn everything i can and this is the place to do it so diane vance fairway independent mortgage lots of information and tips for you and be be aware that this this global economy has impact locally so it's, right. it's time to think about everything in the world when you're thinking about your own economy All right, we'll come right back on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. Welcome back. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Brandon Rimes is out today. I think he's at PodFest. He's, learn- he's, he's everywhere. So not, you, not PodFest, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think there's a D in there. Uh, he will he will be everywhere. Just, you can't miss him. Online, out there, he's everywhere. So find him and uh, check him out. But this show is, is his baby, and he's been doing it for years. He brings everyone together and tries to provide some information to empower you as consumers. And another thing he does is tell you a feel-good story. I got a tease for you about a woman who was dumped for being too fat, ends up winning Miss Great Britain. Uh, 26-year-old woman, a great story for you coming up in our feel-good segment. You don't want to miss that. Related a little bit here in terms of taking care of your body and, and taking care of your health, Heather Locke, fit to a T, is in the house. Heather, what's going on today? Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, I have some fun, not fun, but interesting facts that came from Forbes about the dairy industry. Really? Um, and some changes going on. Um, so Forbes, th- the big money folks. Yeah, they were talking about the U.S. milk sellers are going bankrupt. Big, huge ones in the last year, Warden, January 6th, and Dean, November of last year. You know, I don't have anyone coming out and saying milk is bad for you, but it definitely seems like I'm drinking a lot less milk than I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I think people are realizing that depending on where our ancestry came from and how our enzymes in our bodies are set up, we're really not, as humans, have the enzymes in us to break down cow's milk. You know, when you say it like that, it makes perfect sense. You know, why am I drinking cow's milk? But it's just... I mean, as a kid, that's that's it. You know, yeah. you're drinking milk and cereal, and that's all you do all day. Yeah, you can talk to clients that were born in the 40s, and they said, well, back in the day, I had an allergy when I was a kid. So it, it was happening back then, and we weren't even past, having all this pasteurization and all the other things that are right. kind of yuck to even discuss <laughs> what's going on. But, um, yeah, that uh, anything from goats and sheep's milk is much easier for us to digest. Hmm. But people are being more aware of that, and I think because of how the animals are being mistreated and been being fed steroids so they can produce milk year-round because they're not really supposed to 
um, realistically. There's some nature. crazy documentaries out there, folks. If you want to learn, look, learn a little bit more about this, uh, Google some of that stuff. You'll see how uh, the farm industry is a crazy, huge business. Yeah, and it, and it did go down, I guess, between 2008 and 2018. Uh, milk uh, consumption went down 18.4%. Wow. So that's a huge. But the nut and plant-based milk increased dramatically by 9%. And from a nutritional standpoint, of course, Heather Locke is a nutritionist as well. Tell me, almond milk, the different milks, they still, the benefits I used to think of in skim milk or fat-free milk, I used to get a lot of protein Mm -hmm. and not a lot of calories and not a lot of fat. Mm -hmm. Same thing with almond milk, uh, soy, any of these others? Yeah, it's almost like when you had skim milk, if you were lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. that makes the lactose even more so, so it's even worse for you. Um, so you're saying, wait a minute, again, I'm, I'm catching up here. <laughs> skim milk has more lactose than yeah, whole milk? Yeah, it's going to be, you're going to be more affected by that lactose, really? yeah, because they're thinning that out by the skim I had no process. idea. But, um, you know, almond milk, uh, coconut milk, because they have higher healthy fats in them, um, sometimes people turn to coconut milk because mm. um, they like the taste or they just have more of a nut allergy possibly or they can't digest it as well. Um, and a lot of people don't buy nut milk because they've had such a overconsumption of it that they're kind of suffering as well, especially in California for mm. almonds, like almond milk. I didn't even, I, you know, I see them all, like you said, the explosion the last couple of years. You see all these different milk choices in the supermarket. I didn't know if one was healthier or what maybe specific benefits to either any kind yeah oat milk they have now they have hemp milk so it's kind of like what your choice is and you kind of figure out what your body likes and needs um so it's really- that's the great part about heather and, and part of what i always espouse when people ask me anything about diet or whatever it's unique to your own constitution right you got to try things and see how you respond and what worked for you it's not the same for everybody no everyone has their own little microbiome that they go by and like i said too it comes from your ancestral background so if you had maybe european descent or different parts of europe you may be set up a little bit differently so it really goes back you can wow. trace it a lot i mean that kind of like the dna testing and all of yeah. that really has something That's very cool <laughs> something right, good how can I become lean and stay lean by diversifying my workout? Yeah, I wanted to bring that up just because, um, you know, eating is everything. It really is. I mean, I have clients now that kind of hit a plateau. They're great. They're so athletic. They're into it. They've lost tons of weight. And for their energy expenditure, they're never hungry. Hmm. And I said, there's a problem with that. You should be hungry because you are constantly biking. You are constantly doing type of hit stuff. You know, you're doing weights. Um, So that's when I'd kind of recommend to them, hey, even for a week or two weeks, try to eat a different way. Maybe eat more meals measure them out be very specific and cut some things out add some other things and just see how your body performs mm. that's one of the best ways and less expensive ways than going and getting all these tests and all this all this right. stuff done right away i just know that the the idea that your diet can be helpful in terms of your recovery in terms of your sleep all these different things that you don't think about necessarily as related to your diet definitely are so it is huge you know and, and but it also has to adapt you know and fine-tune your eating but it has to be something that you can change your lifestyle towards Mm. so if it's something that you're gonna be like oh I can do that for two months don't choose that because you're just not you're gonna you're gonna that's kind of my opinion on the crazy (laughs) cleanses when I I was I've dated a girl in the past that you know lemon juice and cayenne pepper for how how can you sustain that that's not good no you can only do that just for a cleanse but there are ways that you can do it with the eating you need to be consistent with it um, and then also the training comes into it. You really need to diversify your training. Um, when you I say always, diversify your training, you're not just talking about 
exercise diversification. You're talking about sets and repetition and everything changing the way you do everything you do. Correct. You know, you're talking about the tissue um, breakdown and then that prompts that right. hypertrophy. I can't talk today. It took me a while. <laughs> yes, I, I, know. I, I can't. That? I was like, I'm going to stumble on that. <laughs> um, but, you know, you have eccentric stress when you have uh, lo- lighter loads. Do so you want to include those with more reps in there with your mo- metabolic? And you also want to do heavier sometimes with less reps. See, this is all new to me. As I got older, I had more soreness. I had less. I was recovering less. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I'll just adapt my workout and do less. And then it was suggested to me that higher repetition, higher volume repetition can have the effect of giving you a little more energy, in, in fact, or, yeah. or stimulating hormone release. Yeah, it can. And then because it's that metabolic rate, it, it pumps that up. Um, and then when you're doing heavier sets, you want to you know, make sure that um, you're tracing that and tracking that. Um, and then also on the negatives, meaning when you're coming down, you right. push up and then you're coming down off that. Do that very slowly because that tears those muscle fibers. And then what we do is feed them with protein and then it, they grow. So that's where that growth comes from. Now, when you're someone who's getting older like myself and you're thinking your recovery process is not what it used to be, Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that people emphasize sleep to me a lot? You've got to get your sleep. You've got to be careful in terms of not – your rest is critical to your recovery. Mm -hmm. And so your diet and sleep kind of go together in terms of recovery? Yeah, and everything. I mean, you can just help people's breathing is different, you know, know, um, if they're paying attention more. You know, they're just kind of really, uh, really – I can't talk today, apparently. <laughs> well, <I'm gonna laughs> They're dragging. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, because you used the, the phrase, you know, uh, diversifying your workout. Is that the same as a muscle confusion principle? I've heard that used a lot, where they see the term mm-hmm. muscle confusion. Yeah, because we adapt so quickly, our body. So if you're doing mediocre weight, you know, mm-hmm. and you're doing 20 reps all the time, well, your body's going to go, oh, oh pff, okay, whatever. You're never going to do anything. You're never right. going to get anywhere. Um, so what you need is to trick your muscles. You need you to challenge. trick your body. The same thing is when you do interval training. You know, you're, you're having your heart rate go up and down, and you have more oxygen in your blood. So that's why you see even the younger people, guys, especially in the gyms, doing all kinds of different things, walking lunges, body weight stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, bikini pros, they're in there doing really heavy weights. You're like, holy mackerel, she's little, and she's doing that. But then you also see her doing stuff with bands and body weight. That's the biggest change I've seen. I mean, as someone who's been around exercise and, and fitness for a long time, you remember the old days, it was all weights. And it was, it, at least for guys, it was about size and it was about six to eight reps and, and pyramid sets and all these different things. Mm-hmm. I see so many guys have adapted to body weight and flexibility being the primary thing they're working on. Right. And it, it changes your, your joints so much better for your knees and your back and all the different things. I mean, Old, old power lifter guys are so beat up by the time they're 55, 60 years old. Oh, they are. And that's why a lot of people now understand that when they're getting older, even meaning older. And I'm saying in their 40s, it's mm-hmm. young, right. but they're realizing, hey, my what my lifestyle is has changed and what I want to accomplish is much different. So I want to be able to maintain this and be athletic and not get hurt and be able to play with my kids and the grandkids and things like that. Well, I'm sure you've seen it, too. In the fitness industry, the gyms have taken on a whole new look. They've got the rope climbing and the, mm-hmm. all the different things to, to keep you busy and, and right. change the whole direction of your workout. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure I understand isometric hold exercises. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that, Heather, when you say that? It's movement that isn't moving. Um, there are basically holds. You hold for about 
15 to 30 so seconds. So a plank, is that an example? Yeah, perfect, yeah. Okay. Or you can do different renditions of a plank. Planks are great full body exercise workouts. Um, also works your glutes, depending on the way you do them. Um, I found they were great with people that have disc problems, herniated, bulging discs, because a lot of times we were doing exercises. Um, they had some pain, and I said, okay, well, let's stop. You need to go to your chiropractor or your doctor, and let's mm-hmm. see. I'd make a list of all the things that we worked on, and I was surprised when they came back and said, well, they're sit-ups. You can't do sit-ups. And I said, okay, well, we need to strengthen. And he said, well, but you need to strengthen your core. Right. And I go, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so let me think about that. So they, these are great exercises and people like that. I have one in particular that is helping and working for him. And that's why these are great because you can just hold. You don't have to have that flexion going on, but you're always, it's really contracted. Your and whole that goes back to Heather's idea of customization. Not every workout's for every person. You need to learn what works for you, what, what works for your diet, what works for your routine. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you've got classes. What's going on over at your place? Tell me. Um, and next month, I'm going to start some free-to-the-community workshops and bringing different professionals in, like about anti-aging, okay. um, different alternatives to doing mammograms, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I'll also do some things about nutrition. Um, and then also, we're going to start some bit different boot camps. And then I'm probably going to be doing some Zumba Strong which isn't the dancing part, but it is the HIT training, high-intensity interval training. Okay. But there'll be different levels. So what I want to promote is people that are inexperienced, so they feel comfortable, and they're getting taught by a professional to do things correctly. And they feel more comfortable when they walk into a gym mm-hmm. or somewhere else, and they know what to do, why they're doing it, and they don't feel self-conscious as well. How do you coach people about the recovery phase? You know, I never even considered it when I was younger. It never was something I was worried about. Now it's I really do consider uh, what this impact would be, how many days it would take me to recover, that kind of thing, because it's my next routine is kind of based on how I recovered in my mind. Am I, am I, should I just push through that, or what do you think about that? It just depends on what you're accomplishing and what you're doing. Um, you know, a lot of times if you are dragging that badly and you haven't slept well, it's not a good idea to go to the gym right. because you could hurt yourself. You know, that's the mindset you want to you want to push yourself, but you want to be smart. And as I've gotten older, I realize I'm not getting anything out of it. I no. go in there and I'll kill myself, but if I'm not in the right frame of mind and I'm not healthy at the time I go in, it's right. Uh, yeah. And you have to listen to your body, and it's always that mind muscle connection. I talked. I was listening to one of the. Uh, she's actually a, a pro, but she also does a lot of videos and educational things for people and mm-hmm. different programs. And she said, even for her, she and she's has amazing physique. Even for her glutes, because people complained, I can't get my glutes to be where they need to be. She said, I literally have to concentrate. We do exercises prior to that to set that up so you know they're engaged so that is a big huge component of it and if you're not paying attention or you're out of it you're tired you're not really going to be able to do that muscle mind connection we used to have another thing in coaching where if it's a priority hit it while you have energy so adjust your routine so the first thing you do when you're when you've got all your energy is this thing that we're going to say is our priority whether it's your feet or your legs or whatever it is and that's when it comes into play to diversification you know if you're tired and you're not feeling that strong if you had a workout in your head and all you do is heavy weights you should not be doing that but and again then if you had something else that you have the lighter lifting and the eccentric moves then you're like cool this is a perfect time for me to do that slow and controlled and you'll get benefits from that as well how often do you find folks that are, are have been doing something their whole life and they've been doing it wrong 
a sit-up, for instance. I've seen all variations of sit-up. I've seen yeah. guys doing crazy things with weights on inclined benches oh, yeah. and things, and you're wondering, man, that looks like my back would just break. If I oh, tried. it's true. Yeah, and you can't say anything a lot of times because you want to help and be like, no, you're going to hurt yourself. Oh, my gosh. Um, or people are just doing it so fast. And I'm like, you're getting nothing, like you said. You're getting nothing out of that exercise. You need to slow down. Your muscle's not even being able to have time to contract and not. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can try to help people, um, and there's all there's so much to learn right. and there's everybody has a different style that's why you want to take advantage of these classes that Heather offers and, and check her out up there it's Dunedin correct give me the address again Heather 1059 Broadway Suite B so it's on the corner it's by Broadway and Skinner over there by Seven Sun Brewery lots of great knowledge about nutrition about your exercise routine uh, come, let, her, let her analyze where you're at and see if she can't give you some great advice on how to move forward. We're coming into a break here. When we come back, we got that feel-good story for you. I want to tell you about a woman who was dumped for being too fat, and then she ends up winning Miss Great Britain. How about that? So come on back, Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group, and you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out PlatinumMVPRealty.net. PlatinumMVP realty.net Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback Show with Brandon Rimes. Brandon is out today. I think he's picking up some more knowledge for you when he gets back here next week. We'll learn all about the stuff he's discovered. I have a feel-good story for you, and that's the basis. I mean, one of the things I really t- liked about the show when I started working for Brandon was the concept that we're going to try to be positive. We're going to try to bring people together. We're going to try to give them some information, some knowledge. So to that end, we've got a story for you, a feel-good story today, about a woman who was dumped for being too fat, and then she ends up winning Miss Great Britain. So a 26-year-old woman has been crowned Miss Great Britain after once being dumped by her fiancé for being too heavy. So Jen Atkin lost a whopping 112 pounds. She went from 247 to 131 in two years. Wow. She decided enough was enough when she couldn't fit into her favorite dress, and she got dumped by her ex-fiancé. Can you imagine? She said, when we broke up, I was devastated. But it ended up being the best thing that's happened to me. 
After years of being obese, unhealthy, and uncomfortable, I finally found motivation and managed to lose, she says, eight stone, which apparently is about 130 pounds uh, to Brit. So it transformed me into this ambitious, hardworking person in all areas of my life. Achieving something so incredible changed my mindset, made me realize if I worked enough, I could, I could achieve it. In 2017, she took part in her first pageant. She was one of 10 finalists. Three years later, she won the ultimate prize, being named the 75th Great Miss Great Britain. Uh, during the national final, she said, although my body has changed so much, I don't think my personality has. I think that helped me. I think the judges got to see what kind of person I really am. 130 pounds, guys. That's a lot of weight to lose wow. for one person. Hey, that fiance, I hope you see I hope you see yeah. that, right? How about <laughs> that? Ex-fiance or ex-boyfriend? Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. You, I mean, I'm assuming she's making the connection. I don't think anyone comes right out and says, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on. I, I hope that not. That is awful. You never know. Yeah. Oh, my I gosh. I hope not. Oh, I'm Heather, sorry. what happens when you lose 130 pounds? Uh, well, sometimes people have excess skin that they have to yeah, deal with. And, I can imagine. You know, there's other ways to deal with that. But um, if you do it safely, you know, and all of that, then you won't, shouldn't have a problem. I can imagine her back and knees felt so much different after that. I mean, I can imagine yeah. I felt so much different after losing 30 pounds. She And she's did it over two years, so it wasn't quick. It was a long, long Hel- process. Yeah. So that's healthier, right? I always say to people when they lose, that, lose weight or they're carrying too much, I said, if you have 80 pounds, let's say, I'm like, go over there and pick up the 80-pound weight. Wait, mm. pick it up. Yeah, you carry have no it. idea. Walk with it because you're doing that right now. Yeah, it's true. And so, you, like I said, your ankles and knees, it makes a big difference on your joints. It does. It's a big strain. Well, congratulations to her. I'm so glad that good she's uh, yeah. feeling good about That's herself. Awesome. She's beautiful. beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that you'd let somebody run you down like that. You know, if it was always in her. That's the thing. When you tell, you got to motivate yeah. people sometimes. Oh, yeah. Imagine you got to find that. Uh, they don't, they don't really think I can do it. Can I do this? So, so I, I imagine her motiv- motivation is, I'll show him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to find your why. That right. was her why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll get you up and Good going. Good for her. That's awesome. All right. Well, we've got, we're closing up the show here. We've got a few minutes left. I wanted to give everyone a chance to make some final points. Diane, I know you helped me a lot today understanding interest rates and how they affect our local marketplace. Mm-hmm. What can you tell uh, Tampa Bay real estate folks out there that, that might help them? Well, if you're renting, the time is now yeah. to buy. I mean, if you've gotten a tax refund, you can use that for down payment. There's down payment assistance programs out there. So interest rates are very low. So don't wait because if you wait, we don't know what interest rates are going to be next year. They might be, they probably will be higher, but mm-hmm. just don't wait. Um, you know, do it now while interest rates are low. And we talk on the show a lot about barriers to entry. People come up with, I can't, I, I'm worried about my credit or I don't think I've, I've got a, a good uh, situation going forward financially in terms of the down payment money I have saved up. Right. There's options. Yes, there's options and you have to start somewhere. So I talked to a customer the other day and she's like, you know, it's time for me to move again. You know, she she's renting and she's like, you know, I'm tired of moving. I just I keep moving and I have to come up with first, last and security. And I'm like, how much is that? And I said, you can actually buy a place for that. So there's ways to, to actually get into a home and and if you have credit issues, just start somewhere. We're, we're here to advise you mm-hmm. and tell you what to do. There's a lot of things that we can do to help you with that. You just have to start. It may not be today. It may be you know, later. But if you are able to purchase now, now is a great time because you're going to get more for your money because interest rates are low. Yeah, we talk on the show with William Crowley, the credit right. magician, all mm-hmm. the time about I send things a lot he of can customers. do. 
There's yep. lots of things that you can do out there, guys. Don't feel like you're you're stuck and you don't have an option. Yeah, and yeah, definitely don't just put your head in the sand and ignore it because you need to have a plan. Uh, I'll see so many people that once something bad happens to you know that everybody knows mm-hmm. bad things happen to good people, and something may happen you know medical whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is, and they haven't done anything with it for five years and they haven't reestablished credit or anything right. like that. And if they can do that, that so if you can have any positives that offsets negatives that helps their credit and um but there's always help out there there's a lot of help in the community william uh we do a lot of things to actually help people and so take that first step don't be afraid reach out diane vance fairway independent mortgage find out if it's for you it's something you want to do as early as you can i look back at myself i wish i bought 10 years earlier oh yeah yeah well you build equity yeah you actually build equity and then when you want to buy the next house guess what you have money that's right you have equity built up into the house that you bought all right, Heather. Heather Locke, Fit to a T, as we talked about her studio in Dunedin. She's got some great information for you. Heather, give us a couple of nuggets here as we go. Um, just quit doing 5,000 uh, crunches. You can also <laughs> do those high, isometric holds right. um, and talk to, talk a little bit about that. And then explore all the opportunities that you have with by diversifying your training. No, don't just choose one because you'll really limit yourself um, on the potential that now, your body you has. Now, when you say choose one, you mean uh, I'm heavy cardio or I just do weights or whatever it is? Exactly, because if you're just going to do cardio and run, run, run at the same tempo, at the same speed, you might as well go home and drink a glass of wine. I didn't think <laughs> about that. So how often, what's the what's a good frequency to look at your workout and kind of see what needs to change? I mean, every you can do it every three months. Take a look at it and see where you're at. I mean, but you have to make goals. You know, you have big goals and you have to make those small goals, just like anything else. Yeah, that's the key. You know, and then just kind of recheck yourself or have someone else revisit that. So if you have a client come in and he says, you know, weight loss or he has some general goals, you'll sit down and you'll make a short term, like in a month we want to be here mm-hmm. and then in six oh, months we want to be there. Oh, yeah. And then we'll recheck. And then if they want to send me pictures that's very confidential, I keep them just between the, the client and I. Then we can also look at those. I take measurements and we also check for conditioning so that's a huge thing for me i said well you know the biggest most important muscle or not the biggest but the most important muscle in your body is your heart sure. i'm like and it's stronger fantastic right. Right, right now you can get to the next level and then maybe now you want to speed up your fat loss now we can do hit training because you're actually ready and prepared for it so you can see the advantages i mean there's lots of folks out there that can read and think they have knowledge about fitness but when you have a professional you see all the different angles and it certainly helps to have someone else look at your routine from a distance oh yeah even the professionals, we need other people. Great show today, guys. Thanks so much for helping me out, understanding some of these topics that I need some information on. Just like you, the consumers, we do our best to educate you guys all the time. Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage, Heather Locke, Fit to a Teeth. Thanks so much for coming in, sharing your stories with us. And remember, check us out online, consumerquarterback.com. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.